You guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, you need to. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcast, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to Mimesis, the podcast where life and art imitate each other in all sorts of twisted ways. I'm Sandra Sheriff-Zachary. And I'm Stacey Rourke. And we are your host on this Any Adventure. Yes, we are. Any adventures this week? I don't think so. We had Halloween. Halloween was fun. Did you guys have a good time? We did. Yeah, my kids got so much candy. Yeah, we did too. We, um... Because our, our subdivision is primarily like older people. Yeah. And they really want kids to come, but we don't get a ton of trick-or-treaters. So the hit, the trick is to go later in the night where the people are starting to realize they're going to have a lot of candy left over. And then you just get like handfuls, handfuls and handfuls. <laughs> and there was one guy that gave Elliot um, three handfuls of oh, candy. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Maddie um, always since since she was little she always checks out early of trick-or-treating yeah she's just not into it she'll she'll do it a little bit and then she checks out um and this year i normally do dress up for halloween i hadn't planned to this year but then my husband came out (laughs) dressed as the leather biker from the the um, village people and i was like okay well shit i guess i'm dressing up so i I have a costume closet full of costumes because I'll dress up at the drop of a hat. <laughs> so I went back there and I was like, all right, well, we're going as like songs from the eighties then. So I put on a cheerleading uniform and put my hair in pigtails. So I looked like Tony ba- uh, Basil from, you know, Hey Mickey. <laughs> I laughed when I saw that picture and then I instantly started singing the song. Yeah. Well, the really funny thing was, um, you know, we went out there and we were in the yard waiting to hand out candy and then the girls came back after a little bit and Maddie was done and Ellie wanted to keep going through the rest of the subdivision. So she's like, mom, come with me. So he did. And it turns out if you are a short person like me <laughs> and you are in a cheerleading uniform with your hair in pigtails, everyone thinks you're a trick or treater. So, <laughs> so you got candy. I didn't have a bag or anything, but people were like, do you want candy? And I was like, no. And they're like, are you sure? And then they were like, they were like, Oh, you're the mom. I'm like, I am. I'm the mom. <laughs> and then I'd walk away and I'd hear, I'm like, I didn't know she was, I thought she was a little kid. <laughs> so it was funny. quite an ego boost for me. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yes. Arcades. Um, with it being a school night, mm-hmm. they didn't stay out too long, but they got so much candy with only being out for an hour. And we did most of our subdivision and everything. Like, this is first year that we didn't have to take the stroller or the wagon. Nice. So he wasn't getting back in and back out. So he was just on and going and running. So I bet he crashed hard when he got Oh, home. he crashed so hard. He only ate one piece of candy. Weirdo. I know. (laughs) Like, they got 24 full-size candy bars out of our neighborhood. That's funny. Yeah. I mean, that was between the two of them. But, yeah. Um, And Evan got more than Emma. Emma only got, like, nine, and he got the rest. (laughs) How come he got more than her? (laughs) Because he's little. Oh. That's crappy. She deserves the big ones, too we're gonna split them between them good yeah all of ours just goes in a big basket yeah i picked them up from school today and we usually have like fun friday where we have like a special treat and they were really trying to get me to you know let's let's go get this or let's go get that i was like no we have a giant pumpkin full of candy at home i'm not buying you any kind of treat yeah that's the same thing emma and i do the friday thing too um because we have an hour before we have to pick up Evan. So most of the time it's we'll go get coffee somewhere close so I don't have to drive all the way home. 
and today we had to go to the store for something and she's like oh can i buy this candy and i was like really we no. are not buying candy <laughs> <laughs> no no it's we have the whole big bowl she goes but it's sour it's extreme sour and i was like no <laughs> we're not doing that <laughs> it'll turn my face inside out it'll be great yeah and I was like, technically, you shouldn't be eating those with your braces. <laughs> oh, yeah. How's she doing with her braces? Oh, she's doing great. Good. She had a little bit of an issue with one of her teeth. Uh, they didn't put a bracket on because it was a baby tooth. Mm-hmm. So she's try- it got really wiggly, and she's trying to pull it out. But it can only go so far because of the wire. <laughs> oh. So she's like, I can't get it out. <laughs> Eventually, she did. <laughs> so... She she wanted it bad enough that she uh-huh. made it happen. Yep. I was like, just tie a string around it and pull. It'll come out that way. There you go. <laughs> tie the other hand to a doorknob and the other hand, the other <laughs> end to a doorknob and slam the door. Yeah. Yep. All so. right. Well, I think that catches us up on uh, our week. Yes. And you are our host for this week. So what are we talking uh, about yeah. today? We're going to be talking about a little bit of dress up and pretending to be somebody you're not (laughs) with inventing Anna. Oh, that ties in quite well. It does. It does. What a great segue. I know. (laughs) Inventing Anna is crazy. Yeah. I know like nothing about this case. So you are educating me today. Like, I didn't, I caught, like, bits and pieces of, like, the real case, and it just baffled my mind at how this young woman could pretty much scam these rich people and, like, banks. Yeah. If only she had used her powers for good instead of evil. Right. Well, for personal gain. Yeah. Because she just wanted that socialite, like, Uh, life. She wanted to be famous. She did. And now she is, but not the way she was hoping. No. And like, it makes me, she got in trouble, but yet is she making money off of the Netflix series? Isn't there some sort of law that um, convicts aren't allowed to make money off of things like that? I really thought there was. I have no idea. But it's crazy. Laws prohibit criminals from profiting from crime by selling the rights to their stories to publishers or film studios. So. But they can make money if people give them money. What? I I don't think so. I don't think they can. They can't sell the rights. No, I mean, like, if, like, fans just donate money to her. Why would they do that? <laughs> because people are crazy. Remember, we talk about these women who would yeah, write yeah, and like fawn yeah. over these freaking criminals that were sitting, these serial killers. Yeah, Richard Ramirez, and they're sending him naked pictures of themselves. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Like, that's, it's kind of one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So... I, when I first was looking up information of this, I really thought the Inventing Anna was a movie, but it's actually a miniseries. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's nine episodes long and it just goes over her socialite, socialite, I can't say that word. (laughs) Socialite? Yeah. So Inventing Anna is a limited series on Netflix. Um, I already said that. (laughs) <laughs> so the show but, starts but is it a limited series on netflix it is, it is. <laughs> <laughs> the show starts with a reporter named vivian who wants to write a piece about anna delvey and the question is who is anna delvey okay she finds instagram photos and starts putting together people who know anna and then starts doing interviews so every episode is like based on a person that was in Anna's life. Okay. Yeah. So it's Are really they all cool. based on real people? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like the people that she scammed. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you got like the one episode was Chase, who was her boyfriend, and then an episode of a fashion designer. And um then like the concierge at the hotel that she was living at. 
this hotel cost her $1,700 a night. Oh, how long does she stay there? A couple months. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and they never saw a penny of that money, did they? No. Well, yes, that one. Yes, she paid up somehow. I, I'm intrigued. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I need all the details here. Yeah. <laughs> so Vivian made like a wall with like photos and like the string that connects the dots with like um, timelines and everything. Like how you would see like. Like they do for serial killers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so in that, that's how she found these connections of these people who were in her life. Some think Anna should not be in prison. They think that she didn't do anything wrong because they only know her side of the story. And she's obviously very convincing with her lies that she made yes. all this happen. Yes, that Anna Delvey is this German heiress whose like, parents just cut her off. And that's why she got into this trouble. That but that's the money's not true. there. But that's not true. Not oh. at all. Anna very much thinks she is above being in prison when vivian goes and talks to her like you need to bring me underwear like fancy underwear <laughs> <laughs> i don't need to do anything yeah yeah like you need to book the media room where i'm not talking to you because that's vip you should only be vip <laughs> okay, i've never i don't know anything about this girl but i hate her <laughs> yes <laughs> like she wants this posh life and just if you're just a poor person you're not living life right uh oh <laughs> yeah. my yeah. broke ass is doing some stuff wrong <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's still living in the fantasy world that she has created around herself like she will not drop the act in the con wow there's got to be something wrong that she can't, like, she really thinks this is who she is. She's like a method actor that just won't break character ever. At all. She's convinced herself this is who she is. And, like, even, like, hitting her with the real stuff, it's like, she won't break. Like, when the truth, she just, like, goes to the left field and, like, just keeps with the lie, but never breaking. Wow. Yeah. I wonder if there's ever been any kind of like psychological test done on her. Like in the show, they hinted at that, that okay. she tried to kill herself and that she talked to them about that her dad was abusive and that he was a gangster. But again, how much of what she says can you believe? Exactly. And then where she's telling everybody else that he's this really rich man who has a trust fund, that they have this art gallery, that they have all this money and that he'll just wire her money. <laughs> <laughs> Must be nice. Right. <laughs> like, I'll take a rich daddy. <laughs> In both ways. <laughs> Do you want a rich daddy or do you want a rich daddy? <laughs> I'll take either. <laughs> I'm not picky. I'm not picky. <laughs> so the show is based on the reporter and it like starts with Anna in jail and then it kind of like goes with the reporter trying to like talk to these people and then it also like shows in there the timeline of how it happens and how she does this long con on everybody wow yeah um are so we, I, I don't want to skip ahead are we going to get into all the different things that she conned oh yeah okay cool. oh yeah yeah so vivian is pregnant and that plays later on when i tell the real stuff um and she wants to have this article be her saving grace to get her career back. Okay. Because she messed up previously and wrote an article about a high school kid who made millions in the stock market. Oh. But didn't fact check it and it never oh. happened. Oh. So she lost credibility with being a reporter. 
Yeah, that's like yeah. Reporter 101. Make yeah. sure what you, this yeah. isn't the Inquirer. Make sure what you're writing is actually true. Exactly. And like she works for some big names. Mm. Like she had um, a job offer from Bloomberg. Oh. Yeah, that they were like, nope. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah. no. You. Yeah. So this was her comeback. Okay. No, not this one. The one before that, which we'll get to that. Um, but this was still her road to redemption. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she wrote the bad article. Her bosses do not want this article, but she's like pushing and pushing. They gave her like two weeks. She hits that two weeks and at least gives them something that they're like, okay, yeah, keep going. Okay. Yep. So like I said, it like skips to different episodes. So then you go on and you learn that with her boyfriend Chase, he is paying for everything for her. So she's using him. But, like, suggesting, like, we should go here, we should go there. They went to Paris. They went to Berlin. <laughs> Man. Right? Me marrying for love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he is okay with it. Like, he starts getting suspicious. And that's where he find out, finds out by having their other friend look at her passport. And found out that her name's not Delvey. It's Anna Sorokin. Mm -hmm. Uh-oh. So now he's, like, questioning it big time. Yeah. Yeah. So then. <laughs> yeah. You know, look at the passport like, and you're like, who dad is? <laughs> yeah. And he somehow drops it because she pulls out the, yes, I'm from Russia. But then we moved to Germany when I was some on years old and then that's where i did my internship for purple which is a fashion designer in paris okay and then she moved to new york she's just she's, she's been everywhere yeah, yeah. i mean she's yeah. good yeah so somehow he is like okay and believes it and like doesn't question it anymore did he truly love her, do you think? No, I think he was using her just as much as he was using she was using him. Okay. Because he was trying to start his own company and she was trying to start the Anna Delvey Foundation and she needed his money and he needed her people to invest into him. But she didn't really have people. Oh, she had people. That's the thing. She had the people. She okay. had the connections. That's all she had was connections. <laughs> exactly. All right. Okay. And she was trying to make this foundation happen and get these loans from these banks and like fake documents galore for these banks to be able to like, yep, we'll give you $400,000. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> Because she needed like forty million. That's what I think she was going for was so that she could get a building on Park Avenue. What was this foundation gonna be that she was trying to build? It was like an art and fashion and like restaurant, like a very socialite place to be, the hangout spot with okay. beautiful artwork. So you could yeah. eat, you could shop. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then one of her friends, like after the fallout with Chase, they planned a trip to Morocco. This is where she started getting caught. And like, I don't have the money to pay for this. Well, the wire transfer, your credit card was declined, but the wire transfer is coming through. Like it's starting to catch up to her. Yeah. That this is happening. And so everybody's like, oh, well, we know that you're good for it. And then they'll pay for her. <laughs> like what what <laughs> yeah so this trip to morocco was like a kim kardashian uh esque like they wanted to do what kim kardashian had done 
Okay. And Rachel was her friend that went with her to this and Casey. And they, Casey ended up getting sick going home because, you know, international food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they started requesting the payment. And they were saying, you're not leaving the hotel until we get a credit card on file. So Rachel was like, okay, here you go. You're not going to run my card, right? The wire is going to come through for her. And they're like, nope, we won't run your card. Then they go somewhere else. And somehow she ended up charging both of her cards for (gasps) $62,000. Oh, my gosh. Like total. Yeah. And one of them was her work credit card. Oh, like you fucked up. (laughs) <laughs> yeah That's... you you don't hand over the work credit card unless it's for work yeah they're Even not to say your okay own ass no yeah that's how you get fired and they tried to fire her hmm. they did rachel begging anna for the money and anna finally sent over just five thousand dollars oh that's close that's close to sixty two thousand. really close <laughs> <laughs> it's not even ten percent yeah um, Rachel finally went to the police, but they didn't do anything because they were like, you went on this trip. Yeah. You stayed in the hotel. Like you handed over your credit card. Yeah. Yeah. Which in a way it is a little fraud, but it looks like fraud on your part. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. they don't know exactly what happened over there. Ooh. Um yeah yeah like i mean it just everything like you really need to check it out and watch it oh i will yeah so finally anna's past like i said is catching up to her and she gets rachel finally gets like she's the character that is kind of a pushover and like kind of lenient so now she's getting a backbone so she finally goes to like the da the da and was like or she either goes to the police or the da i can't remember which one comes first and like really puts in a no she's stole my credit card didn't say like she used it but stole it so um when she was talking to the da let me back up a little anna has court because it's catching up to her okay she has she doesn't go she misses her court date, so she has a bench warrant. At the same time that Rachel is getting a backbone, and Rachel's like, she stole my credit card. Okay. So she's talking to the DA, finding out that Anna's got people coming after her from the banks, um, other hotels, herself, and just all this money that she's taken. And so she's like yelling at her, telling her, she's in LA. She left. Like, I know where she is. And they're like, well, we can't go after everybody who has a warrant for them. There's millions of people with warrants. Oh, my gosh. So somehow Anna figures out that because her visa is getting ready to expire, that if you're medically, if you're being cared for medically, you can't be deported. Okay. So she goes to rehab. (laughs) So Rachel... It's like, I know where she's at. Like, let's have lunch. And so Anna agrees and Rachel calls up the police and they're standing outside and, but she's talking to Anna and she's like, yeah, I'm right here around the corner. So she comes outside and she walks into the police and they arrest her. Good for her. Yeah. So Vivian finishes her article hours, like in her final hours of being pregnant. And when her water breaks, is at the same time that she gets confirmation that Casey will be a part of her article because that was like the thing that was holding her back. She needed this other person to help. She needed everybody who she interviewed to help yeah. with the article. The article runs and the question begins again, who is this Anna? Who the heck <laughs> how is could this she, person? How could she dupe all these people? Yeah. And then Vivian goes to Germany because she wants to write a second piece about Anna to go meet with her father. She meets with her father, finds out that he's just a normal guy. And he's not an abusive gangster? Nope. And he's not rich, just living a normal life. (laughs) Alrighty. 
Yeah. I have questions. Yeah. And then the court happens and she like makes it into this fashion icon. Like she's so mad that there's no people there. And then finally she gets the people in and it's just, it's so crazy. (laughs) Yeah. But how can you really like, that's the thing. Like this really did happen. She duped so many people. Like what, what all cons did she? (laughs) Is there a list? Uh Uh-huh. Do you want the rest or do you want like the list of things that she did? Whatever. Hit me. (laughs) Okay. So she really did work for Purple. Okay. And got transferred to Purple's New York office, but didn't stay there long. Okay. Do you think it was because she considered the work beneath her? Yes, absolutely. So according to DJLD... Sorokin pretended to be a wealthy heiress and bragged about the brands of clothes she was wearing, but also asked partygoers to play for a place to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Do you like my Gucci top? Can I sleep on your couch? (laughs) Right. Right. So she had to like start this from somewhere. So she slept in her car. So then in 2015, Sorokin met a collector from the University of Pennsylvania, Michael. I'm not even going to try his last name. (laughs) (laughs) Not going to happen. Met him at a dinner party, asked him if she could accompany him to Venice. And so he booked a flight for them both in a hotel room. And she said, oh, I'll pay you back. And this was about $3,000. And okay, on the return flight. here's the thing. Like, to have the balls to just be like, hey, can I go to Venice with you? <laughs> right. Like, I'll pay you back when I when the wire transfer comes through. And these people said yes. Yeah. Thousands of dollars. This is this is a different tax bracket of people than than us, where they have more disposable income and they're just like, whatever, sure. Yeah, come like on, sure, no okay, three thousand dollars, yeah, I'll get it back from you in a month or two. <laughs> Let's go to Venice. Yeah. <laughs> no. So pay him. Obviously. And he just assumed that she was just absent minded. Like okay. dumb blonde. <laughs> <laughs> somebody's dumb in that story but i don't think it's the blonde right um so also in 2015 sorka intended the art basil in miami beach uh she hired a public relations firm to plan herself a birthday party and again the credit card was declined (laughs) and the event was posted everywhere on social media like that was her thing social media was instagram Okay. Like, everywhere. She had to present herself as having this glamorous life. Yeah. So then in 2016, she was living in the hotel, like an Eloise. (laughs) (laughs) How was she paying for it? I think by that time, she created enough fake documents that she got some kind of a loan. Okay. And was able to cash that out. And have cash on her. Okay. Because then she would just like pay cash for things. Like she submitted false documents to the Fortress Investment Group, City National Bank. Fortress agreed to consider the application if Sorkin paid 100000 to cover legal expenses relating to the application. It's just, yeah, that's it how I think. It boggles the mind that she like ripped off banks. Yeah. Like fake documents yes like they should know better yeah wow january 12 2017 stroking convinced city national to grant her a temporary overdraft of a hundred thousand dollars oh my gosh (laughs) yeah she provided a fake aol email address of peter hinky a non-existent business manager used like one of the voice changers oh my gosh <laughs> when suspicion arose sorkin claimed that he had died and invented a new person bettina wagner 
left. <laughs> like she's just, I told you, like one thing happens, the suspicions arise and she just, she's got another answer. Yeah. Yeah. You have to think that this is a very, very clever girl. And seriously, if she would have put her mind to like something else, something productive, there's no telling what she could have accomplished. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like if she would have, I know it took her scamming people to get this, but if she would have like stopped scamming people, like if she would have took that initial whatever she got from her friends and like the clothes off of her back, if she were to sell her Chanel and Dior and everything like that and really wanted to do this foundation for real and like actually work. Yeah. I think she would have been good. She could at have it. made the connections. She could, she could have networked in a way that would well, have she made had it the, happen. Yeah, she had yeah. the network and everything. She just needed to actually make it happen instead of, you know, blowing it on the looks. The looks and the vacations and, and the luxury hotels and yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I that I guess because I work so hard. Just, Girl, I hear you. <laughs> I wish somebody would hand me a hundred thousand and be like, "Okay, where I believe you. I think that you can do this." I work really fucking hard to be this broke. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, it's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> like your Facebook post the other day, <laughs> it called us out. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> work really hard to be this broke. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. The It's the meme that's going around right now where it's me if I was a Halloween costume. Yeah. And it was an app that you, you know, you, you put in and it, it makes it for you. What did mine say? <laughs> the same thing that mine did? Yeah, both of us. <laughs> uh, it said, the Stacy costume includes no work-life balance, stress, dark circles, bonus, I'm broke. <laughs> I was like, ow. I mean, it's yeah. true, but ow. <laughs> Yep. And then once I played it and I was like, okay, I'll get something different. It popped up the same thing. And I was like, fuck you. But like everybody <laughs> else that's done it, it's like, you know, banging body, great seductive yeah. smile, you know, open to twerking. And then ours is like bonus and broke. <laughs> well, okay. Exactly. It's true, but ow. Mm -hmm. Well, Anna's Roken's broke too. <laughs> <laughs> She's like fabulously broke now. Yeah. Not fabulously. She's in jail. She's wearing a gray jumpsuit. No, I mean fabulously as in she's all kinds. Like she's oh. a new level of broke. Yeah. Yeah. No one will ever give her money again. No. So Sorokin remitted the 100000 to Fortress for the loan application. But a managing director of Fortress became suspicious of Sorokin's application due to discrepancies in the paperwork. For example, she claimed to be a German heritage, but her passport showed that she was born in Russia. Yeah. When they were verifying, they had a meeting in Switzerland. She withdrew the loan application to prevent anybody else looking at it. Like, okay. Which, ding, ding, ding. Isn't that a red flag? Yeah, that's <laughs> sneaky. Yeah. So, February 2017... The $55,000 portion of the overdraft not spent by Fortress as part of the due diligence process was returned to Sorokin. <laughs> mm -hmm. <gasps> Which then she spent on clothes, electronics, personal trainers, eyelash extensions. You so know, that's the necessities. how she paid for the hotel. Yeah, the necessities. Yeah. yeah. She have often gave $100 cash tips to everybody. <laughs> like, Guys, she walks by on the street. <laughs> oh, here's $100. Well, no, to the hotel staff. Like, <laughs> No, I'm the, just, it's funny. I, yes, I would like to, uh, some $100 tips, please. <laughs> I've worked in the hospitality industry for a long time, and I never got a $100 tip. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Um, February 18th. That's she, a great day. <laughs> it is. It's my birthday. It is. So she checked in at $400 a night room at the Howard Hotel in Soho, Manhattan. Oh, she often gave $100 tips. They bring packages to her room. Most of the staff found her to be annoying and described her comments as impolite and classist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
she became comfortable in that hotel and stayed there for a while. After a manager discovered that there was no credit card on file, they insisted that she pay her $30,000 bill. So Sorokin had a case of 1975 Don Perignon champagne delivered to the staff in an attempt to keep them on her side. But it didn't work. No, no. No. So one month after receiving our $55,000 remaining of her loan application fee, it was gone. How fast was it gone? One month. Oh, wow. $55,000 in one In a month. Wow. That's some, <laughs> that's hella spending right there. That's. Yeah. Well, I mean, $400 a night and Don Perignon, like. It's going to add up else. quick. Yeah. Yeah. So April 2017, Sorokin deposited $160,000 with fraudulent checks to Citibank, which she was able to retrieve $70,000 in usable funds and then wired $30,000 to the hotel. So a total of $100,000 out of that one sixty dollars that she wrote a fake check for. Oh, my gosh. And nobody caught right. that? Not for a while. Wow. Yeah. But that's why she always paid cash and her credit cards would always decline. Yeah. So May in 2007, by spending a forged wire transfer confirmation for a 35000 stroke and booked a return charter flight on a business jet. Oh, yeah. She also stole a plane, a private jet. <laughs> How do you steal a plane? <laughs> well, she didn't steal it. Like, she just said, oh, the wire transfer is coming through and they let her take the plane oh my gosh mm-hmm. yeah i feel we're doing stuff wrong <laughs> that's what i said <laughs> i feel like i'm just i'm not living up to my full potential <laughs> yeah no so in may 2017 she also booked seven thousand dollar night on a three-bedroom private pool in Morocco. That's the one that she took the money from her friend. She convinced Williams to pay $62,000 of the bill, which was more than a year of a net salary for Williams. Oh. Using her work and personal credit cards. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. So that really did happen. She fucked that girl over bad. Yes. Oh. I thought she was like some socialite herself that was, you know, making had all unlimited funds well she liked the lifestyle that anna was living that's why they probably became friends and anna was like giving her these things and she's like yeah i'm gonna freaking use up this friendship go to morocco on her dime she got played she did oh she did wow that's a painful lesson yeah so in morocco they stayed at that luxury hotel the Kashba I I horrible <laughs> everyday names not even gonna try it's a four seasons hotel okay in Casablanca <laughs> it's pretty we know that right where she asked Duke who had already returned to New York due to foodborne illness to pay for the room when Duke also offered to pay for a flight back to New York for her she asked for first class travel <laughs> as one does <laughs> yeah so in the show she's asking a girl for her to pay for her to fly back that had had the foodborne illness but really it's a dude okay yeah can you imagine asking for first class i mean it doesn't hurt to ask (laughs) (laughs) but i'm gonna say no well seeing as the airline i usually fly with is allegiant (laughs) what does allegiant first class even look like okay their first class is literally like Two seats instead of the three. <laughs> the and it's not like, even that big, much bigger. Your your uh, travel tray is actually full size and not yes. just the size of your hand. <laughs> yes. And there, I think there's only three rows of that. <laughs> That's it. That's all you get. And you don't get the little dividers. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all, that's all I fly with. And too. you're like, can I have a hot towel? And they're like, I can give you a wet towelette. That's the best right. I can do. Right. So after returning back to New York, she borrowed a car 
and accumulated a bill of $11,000. On the car? I don't know if it's just on the car, but through whatever she was doing. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Failed to pay $503 for the New York downtown hotel. So she was evicted. July 5th, she was homeless. She then interrupted Duke in the middle of a date, crying and pursuing. Oh, Duke is the last name. It wasn't a dude. Crap. <laughs> crying, persuading her into providing lodging. She also asked Williams for lodging, again, crying in tantrums. They both refused, especially Williams. She's like, you stole $62,000 from me. <laughs> Bitch, live on the street. <laughs> right. um, I could not care less what happens to you. <laughs> you let me you tell you all the different ways you can fuck yourself. <laughs> right. Right. On August 17th and 21st, Sorokin allegedly deposited two bad checks worth $15,000 into her account and withdrew $8,000. Wow. So she really did fly to Los Angeles, and that's where the Los Angeles department did get her. That's the whole list of... That's the whole list. Wow. So yep. how much time is she serving? She got... Oh, she's out. She's out already? She's out already. On March, 8th, December. Blah, blah, blah. March, December. Yeah, that's how that works. <laughs> ah, that's a lovely month. <laughs> December 18th, 2018, Strokin appeared in a New York City criminal court and rejected a plea deal that offered three to nine years in prison. So the trial started on March. That's where the December March came in. <laughs> yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. So... This is how crazy this woman is. She like threw temper tantrums about the prison issued clothing <laughs> that it had not been pressed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet the guards just laughed and laughed. <laughs> she delayed trial for clothing not being pressed. So the judge, after an hour and a half, was like, no, no, no. Come on. You're here. What a <laughs> bitch oh my gosh on april 25th 2019 after deliberating for two days the jury found sorokin guilty of eight charges including grand larceny in the second degree attempted grand larceny theft of service she was found not guilty of the other two charges um one of attempt grand larceny in the first degree relating to the original loan with city national because she pulled it okay and one for larceny in the second degree, retaining to the alleged theft of the $62,000 from Rachel. Because she handed over her credit cards. Exactly. So. Yeah. Yep. Um, in an interview before her sentencing, Sorokin said, I'd be lying to you and to everyone else and myself if I said I was sorry for anything. <laughs> That's the kind of person she was. <laughs> I'm only sorry I got caught. Yeah. So May 9th, 2019, Sorokin was released to four to 12 years in state, was sentenced, sorry, not released, was sentenced to four to 12 years in state prison, fined $24,000 in order to pay restitution of 200000 including 100000 to City National, 70000 to City Bank, and approximately two-thirds of the amount owed to Blade. Yeah. And she's not since been released. This, yeah. 75000 in legal fees related to the trial were paid for proceeds of Sorokin's 320000 deal with Netflix. So she did make money off the Netflix deal. Yeah. I knew I saw it somewhere in my notes that she had. I thought that was illegal. Well, it's not going to her. It's paying off her oh, fines. Oh, it's paying her restitution. Yeah. Oh, my God. I hate that so much. Right? So she was incarcerated at Rikers Island during the trial where she was had 13 infractions from misbehavior <laughs> such as fighting, disobeying orders, and was placed in solitary confinement during Christmas. I have a feeling that placing her in solitary was sparing her life because I have a feeling some of those other prisoners probably wanted to beat the hell out of her. Right. Right. Because <laughs> she looked down on everybody. Yeah. She really thought that she was 
she really thinks that she is better than everybody. Do we know what she's um, doing now? So on February 11, 2021, Sorokin was released from prison on parole. After release, she checked into the Nomad Hotel and hired a German camera crew to follow her and film her activities. Six weeks after her release on parole on March 25th, 2021, she was taken back into custody by immigration for overstaying her visa. She was held in New Jersey and awaiting deportation to Germany. An immigration judge ruled that if Sorokin was freed, she would have the ability and inclination to continue to commit fraudulent and dishonest acts. So she's being deported, or she's been deported. Yes. So October 5th, just recently, Sorokin was granted a 10,000 bail bond and released from prison, and Sorokin is required to remain in 24-hour confinement with electric monitor and no access to social media. But she's still in the U.S.? She hasn't been deported? We don't think so. No. I hope she is. That's Booter. I cannot believe when she got out, she was like hiring a camera crew to follow her around. Right? She was going right back to her old ways. Uh-huh. Make my right. ass famous. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. So, the reporter... Her name really isn't Vivian. Her name was Presser. I think that's how you pronounce her name. She really did write a story about Pressler. Pressler. She uh, really did write a story about the boy in 2014. She wrote the story about a high school senior who had allegedly made 72 million trading stocks, which was related, which was later to revealed not to be true. So she really did do that. Okay. She wrote about like Silicon Valley and Wall Street. Like she's done lots of money pieces before. Okay. So this is like her wheelhouse of everything. Yeah. Her comeback article was December 28, 2015. She published an article for the New Yorker, the New York called The Hustlers at Scores. Which was a story about strippers who manipulated money out of their clients. She was nominated for a National Magazine Award in 2016. And a team of producers, including Will Ferrell, picked this up. And they had film rights in February 2016 for that story. Is that the J-Lo movie, Hustlers? Yep. No shit! Yep. Okay. <laughs> so well, again, that one's based on real so we might have to look into that one. We might one. have to do Hustlers. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So it was written by the same person who did this. Wow. Good for her. Yeah. Turning her career around. You know, yeah. wrote one bad story and she's like, I'm not going down for that. Exactly. I'm better <laughs> than this. Yeah. She worked on this one and created the Inventing Anna. And it's also produced by Shonda Rhimes. Okay. And who everything she touches is magic. Right. <laughs> Pelsler was pregnant. However, she turned in the article while she was like eight months pregnant, not at the cusp of having the baby. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And she also has a book coming out called Bad Influence, Money, Lies, Power, and the World That Created Anna Delvey. And it's supposed to come out this year sometime if it's not already out. I didn't look for it. Okay. Yeah. I bet that's an interesting book, though. I think so. It's, it sounds yeah. like it would be. Yeah. But you need to really go and watch this because it's. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's insane. Ride. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And you can just see like the way she talks and the way she acts like it. That girl who portrayed Anna did a really good job. Did she? Yeah. All right, I'll check it out. I'll check yeah, it out because it's fascinating. It is. Yeah. So that's all I got. <laughs> that's a fun one. This one, this one blew my mind. Yeah. I liked it. And that it's a lot fun. lighter than our Halloween spooky season has been. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, I totally just hit my mic. Sorry. Oops. <laughs> um, 
for my next one that I'm going to research, we, I'll give you a little hint. Are you ready? We're going to do pirates. Yo ho. Yo ho. I can't finish the song. Yes, I'm going to, we're going to talk about some, some real life pirates. That's exciting. And we have a mini episode coming up. We do. We do have a mini episode. Yeah. Because you're going to be traveling. We're going to record tonight. Yeah. Yeah. We are on yep. a roll, man. We are. Let's get them done. All right. <laughs> Give these people what they want. Yes. Let's do this. Do the damn thing. Do the damn thing. Um, I do. I, I, and I'm going to put this out to you. I'm going to put this out to our listeners. My children have said that we need to come up with a name for our listeners. What what we want to call them. Um, <laughs> what did she say? She said something so weird. It was like, um, dirty little duders is what she called them. <laughs> dirty little duders? I don't know if I like that. <laughs> I don't think that that's a compliment. We're not going to call them that. <laughs> but, but I like the idea of having our listeners be called something. I do. I think it's cute. So, yeah. you know, if you're listening to this episode, uh, reach out to us. Tell you, tell us what you think we should. Yeah. What do you want to be called? What do you want? Mamisters. Mamisters. What do you want to be called? <laughs> yeah. Sandy, um, where can they let us know where they would like to, what they'd like to be called? Um, they can let us know at Facebook and Instagram at the Mamesis podcast or at Twitter uh, mimesis underscore podcast or even at gmail the mimesis podcast at gmail.com and i don't know if i've spelled those at all and that is m-i-m-e-s-i-s podcast mimesis mimesis not mimosas <laughs> no and not memesis like my daughter keeps saying <laughs> I, I'm so proud of her. She keeps, she's trying so hard. <laughs> and then she says mimesis. And I'm like, that's not right. Or memesis. Like, mimesis right. is right. Okay. <laughs> memesis is not. Yeah. No. All right. Well, I think that's all we have for these lovely people tonight. I whatever they so. want to be called. <laughs> Please let us know. Exactly. <laughs> Until next time. Bye. Bye.